This is Fino. And this is Carmen. And you're listening to Man, Man in the, the Milf. Let's go. Bing. Oh, no problem. There it is. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I got really sad. I got really sad too because mm-hmm. you see my face. You guys are like, bing. All right. So, to be turned on. This, um. Get away from the mic. Why? Just a little bit. Why? It's too close. You're Girl, too you're close. You're my ears. That's not my fault. Like, the damn. featured the featured artist though is Cassandra. She spells it C S N D R A. So she is our featured artist before the episode. Oh, oh shit! My blow pop. I'm too close, and yet I can hear everything crackle, snap, and pop. Right, which is weird, right? No, it's I not. think so too. Oh my damn! Okay, Carmen. Mm-hmm. How was your week? Um, it's been a long week. Yeah, how's wedding planning? I'm tired. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's going. Have we found a venue? Not yet. Oh. But we are definitely hunting. She's like, atrás de mi casa. <sighs> Let's Seriously, do a backyard Let's do a backyard wedding. I'll be totally down. Um, there is a front runner, um, as of right now, the Madrid Theater. But where's that at? Um, it's like a few doors down from Aura. So what is that like? Thirty ninth. I I'm horrible with directions. Um, down in the Westport area. I would say off what off Main Street. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do. We'll say that. Um. So, yeah, we really like the Madrid. We're gonna. Well, I'm probably gonna go see a couple of them because Joe works. Um, we're gonna go see this venue called Magnolia. That one's down in the River Market area. Still Magnolia. And then um, we're also going to look at the Mission Theater, which, class of 08 from Harmon, if you remember, we had our senior prom there. Um, not the, It doesn't look the same, though. It, it's definitely been refurnished. It's revamped. 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 And it's right next to Lamar Donuts, so let's just say you I'm not outside. the biggest fan of Lamar Donuts. Really? Mm-mm. I really like them. I don't. When I would, used to work at a law firm, I would stop at, because we had one right next door. When did you work at a law firm? Oh. Let me see, I've been at the bank for five years, about six, seven years ago. I don't remember you ever working for a law firm. Yeah, I worked at uh, for a law firm. We did. I was in like the hernia department. The hernia department. Yeah. People have. That's why I tell people like. There's like an actual department dedicated to strictly hernias. It was basically what we mostly did. That's how they mostly got their money. Oh shit. Cases. I have a hernia right now. Let me go see. Oh, do not. <laughs> no, I'm saying like if you go get it, um, if you go get it done and they put a mesh on you don't do it do it the old-fashioned way like, you know how um chief weber was talking about not doing it he goes why don't we just do this old plastic way and like, mm-hmm. do the stitching and everything mm-hmm. but they said oh we'll save more money and save more time mm-hmm. definitely don't save more money save more time no take it because people can basically die from this stuff oh shit yeah, that's crazy because you're putting for an object into your body Ooh. And then if it doesn't work, the body can reject it, and you get sick all over again. Ooh. It sucks. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So, anyways, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And then I've had a really long, long fucking week. 
so right well i had a long day too i've been working at dutch bros so just how's that my sister so my sister posted on her i think it was her tiktok no not her tiktok her instagram story a, a birthday yes what's in that so it's nothing's really in it um we take a cup and we put spring i guess we put some sort of like sticky stuff around it so that the sprinkles stay on the cup as well as the bottom and then like sticky stuff like caramel or like syrup or so simple syrup yeah like simple syrup and they put sprinkles on the side of the cup and then we put your actual drink on top of that cup and then we just write happy birthday on top oh so you could get like a black coffee and iced black coffee or something we don't do actual coffee coffee like we don't brew coffee cups we do espressos so the closest thing we'll have to a coffee is going to be more like a Americano, a latte, and a brave. The difference between a latte and a brave is 2% milk, um, and a brave is half and half cream. But this is poured over an espresso shot? hmm So you don't have actual brewed coffee. coffee? Exactly. And what's the company called? Dutch Bros Coffee. But you don't brew coffee? Right. We do espressos. Do you see where my dilemma Yeah, we have cold brews. Coffee, but do you? But if I just want a simple black coffee, I can't go to Dutch Bros and get a simple black coffee. No, you can get Americano. I'm so. I mean, you're so used to um, Americanos, anyways. I would feel because all you do is espresso shots. I don't know how you can do a simple espresso shot as a shot itself. That's well, not bad. That stuff tastes disgusting. It's not bad. I mean, it's better, but it's not it anything. So disgusting. I tasted it one day as we were making our our freeze. Because now we have to put, like, so many shots of espresso along with the milk. Oh, like, oh, heck no. I did it again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're good. nothing new. But, yeah. So, definitely go. Um, I, if you want something for the girls, I would definitely recommend. For the girls? Right. I would recommend. We are a Starbies family, sir. I'm just saying, if you're going to go there and see me, I would definitely. Which one are you at? The one on Shawnee. See, that's too far. We have a Starbucks right down the street from us. Well, even when I was there, you guys didn't go. They just opened that Starbucks. Oh, the Starbucks? Oh, yeah, you do have a Starbucks. They just opened the one on State. I've seen it. Yeah. I was so excited. I don't know how long it'll last, but, yeah, they just it's opened the one. Has pretty packed lately? They just opened it, so I, I would assume it's pretty packed. I mean, Chipotle's right there. I wonder if it's going to take away business from the Starbucks that's in Price Chopper. Um, well, I thought they were going to close on one in Price Chopper in order to make keep that one going. Oh. That's what I thought. That's what I assumed, man. But, anyways, back to Dutch Bros. If you're going to go Dutch Bros, I would... Um, I would recommend where you get the girls is a picture perfect frost, more like a milkshake type of thing. What's in it is that they're gonna put caramel chocolate drizzle around the cup, put the frost in it. You can also put some. Um, that just in sounds there. like a lot of sugar. Yeah, it will be. Along with why some, would I buy my kids that? Along with some whipped cream and then um, caramel and chocolate on top too. Mm. Yeah, I haven't tasted it only because I feel like I'll go to a diabetic coma, but it looks good. It literally looks, it's I'm gonna more, be a hard pass. I'm a green tea type of drinker, so I'll take a, a double rainbow extra sweet tea, green tea. Extra sweet? Mm-hmm. Doesn't that it's defeat just, the purpose of a tea? No, like it's like a sweet tea. Oh, you but know? when I think green tea, I think healthy. I think oh. antioxidants. I think good for you. Not extra sweet green tea. Oh no, this has this has um syrup in it. Oh. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like Kool Aid. Joe under- would understand. Why? Because he's black? Exactly. I didn't want. I didn't say that. You did. But, but you said I exactly, said, literally, two seconds exactly, after I said why, because he's black. Understand. And then you because said, you said Kool Aid. Why would I not understand about Kool Aid? I didn't. Because, uh, I didn't say that. I literally made lemonade that. from powder. But you're never mind. We're not getting into that. Country because- time lemonade. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I used to love that stuff too. <laughs> it's a, is that, I think that's what it's called, right? Country she time. She like the whole bottle inside a 32 ounce thing. No, I went like, by the instructions. Like I went by the instructions. That's one cup full or cap full per eight ounce, whatever. <laughs> I'm so weak. I'm pretty right. sure my thing is broken. It keeps leaping. Ask people. Oh, yeah. Oh, you guys. The Broncos are are playing tonight. Thursday night football. Quite check it out. From what I hear, it's gonna be an easy win for the people. I'm actually gonna be sober this episode, guys. I hate to break it to you. That's fine. I hate to break it to you. That's fine. Was this beer good? That's good. Taste it. We stole the last hams from the, which I had never heard of this brand until Joe bought it. Apparently, it's really cheap beer. Oh, that explains it then. You just said it was good. It is good, but it explains that um, the goodness to it because you know that stuff that I pay, like, what for a twelve pack sixteen dollars, and I'm just like, oh, sometimes, like with Coronas, Modelos, Tecate. Um, what's the other? I ones? think Tecate is pretty much on the cheaper side than. So it would be a Hams for. Yeah. In this case, which, which I, apparently I mean, people, a lot of people in California drink Tecates. That's the thing. They're all crazy over there. Why? What does that drinking tecate have to do with your craziness? They get drunk really fast and start doing crazy what? stuff. What? I drink tecate light. I do. So please excuse me. Please excuse me. We say please. the calories. <laughs> all right. Hit us with the cheesemas. What do you got? Okay. Time for cheese moment, everybody. All right. As you all know, we can't get enough of the Kardashians. Oh, my God. Can we go one episode that we don't talk about no, the Kardashians? We can't because they just stay in the news. They stay mm-hmm. in their movies. Is it the Kardashian Chloe, or is it Kanye? It's a both. So Chloe went off on on Kanye because he's she's trying to tell him like, look, homie, you got to keep my sister out of your. But you got to bring you got to go from the beginning. Like, what brought this on? Kanye, because he's crazy. But what did he do? She um, he brought up saying that he wasn't invited to his own um, child's birthday. Um, okay, so that's not what that's not what did the the events. What happened was he posed with Candace Owens. Oh no, no, we're not there at that point yet. No, that's that's what trickled. It's it's an effect. That's the trickle effect. It started with him posing with Candace Owens, Gigi Hadid or Hadid, however you pronounce her name, saying you are a joke, and then he started going in on everybody. But I wasn't at that point yet. What do you mean? Because I asked because you she how had, it. She had her own separate one because Kanye kept is keeping Kim Kardashian in. The news, uh, he he's bashing her on. Right, but she spoke on it because of the trickle effect that led up to that right, point. I wasn't on that point yet. Oh, Lord Jesus. I mean, I know it's a trickle effect, and it's like a domino. It's going to like go to the next one, because I read that as well. But I wasn't there yet. You're not making... It's like saying, oh, yeah, she was allergic to the to the cake. Well, how no, do you know I'm she was allergic? No, I'm saying that Chloe went off on Kanye about Kim Kardashian, because Kanye keeps bashing Kim in the news. And then, because that's the second part, is Kanye is going, is going crazy in Paris during Paris Fashion Week because he was wearing his shirt talking about why it like matter, which I don't quite understand. So, Chloe posted that before he posted the picture? Posted the picture of white, black, black, matter? Uh-huh. A black, lives white, oh, whatever. What's that? White, lives matter? Yeah. I didn't see that part, but that's, it was... That's my- <laughs> But no, I see where you're going with it. I definitely do. But I was just starting the conversation about how Chloe went to for Kim's defense because Kanye keeps bashing her as a mother. Right, but you buried the lead in doing so. But I that part was next. That part I already we already have on here. 
So we, we were still going to talk about the Paris Fashion Week and how Kanye is bashing the Vogue editor and how um, Vogue itself as a company and the editor-in-chief and ha- Gigi Hadid are going after him because he's being a bully and he's being mean. Like, he shouldn't be doing all that. I get I get it because I've I seen it as well because after that all happened, that's when Chloe came out to the, the conversation and said, like, look, I need you to stop doing this to my sister. Because it's that's where it all started. I get that. And I get where you're coming from. But I was just more worried about Kim and Chloe and what and Kanye's doing to them. But you people. but you gotta build it up though. You can't just be like I was. Chloe I was. said, fuck you. Well why? Well hold on, I just wanna tell I just wanna say why she said fuck you. Okay, but what led up to the fuck you part? It, but you you're just like not let me talk about how Chloe's coming to Kim's defense first. Right, but That's then when funny. people ask, why is she coming to Kim's defense? Then they will still get it because I'm going to get it to get to that point. Wouldn't it be easier to start from the beginning than get to the end? No, because I don't have all the details for her. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so then, <laughs> therein lies the problem. Because then that's going to create more of like, okay, well, why was he wearing the shirt? Like, I don't know. Therein lies started, the problem. Because he started his own brand. And I'm just like, uh-huh. But he's always had his own brand. Well, anywho, um, Kanye is now basically is being, I don't want to say blacklisted. I don't want to say canceled. I don't want to say is being away, but the fashion industry is really coming after Kanye because of his um, choice of war, words and choice of wardrobe, which is like, Senor, you got to get it together. So moving forward, Kanye as a person, I do not like, but Kanye as an artist, I will continue to listen to. And that's just my whole thing. Like, you make good music, Kanye, and I'm still going to support you with your music career, but when it comes out of the whole other part, like, I just can't support you because... I How is like, that different from Nicki Minaj? I feel like you don't know what your movement is. Like, are you trying... Are you back... I feel like back in the day, you were supporting the... You were supporting African-Americans and their coming into the industry and being entrepreneurs because you even went on stage um, and stopped a white woman from accepting an award because you thought Beyonce's video was the best. Like, are you going to support this the community who needs your help, or are you just going to bash them? Like, I need you to choose and pick and choose. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, let it make sense. And how does that go for <clears throat> Nikki? I don't know. I just feel like I listened to Nikki for so far. Uh, her as a person, it's not her... It's not her... Uh, where are my choice of words? Because I feel like if I say what I'm going to say, you're going to go like, well, she married... She, she married, did. She married this person, and that's her personal life. But I just feel like maybe because it's not her actually being that person. But if she chooses to support the person that she marries, and she chooses to support the actions that they did during the marriage, she paid hush money. So at what point do you distinguish the difference between her actions and his actions? Because when you get married, it's a partnership, right? It's right. a unity. So it's like, when you said that, I support the music, not the person. I'm like, cool, great, that's awesome. That's a valid point. But what about Nicki? But what about Nicki Minaj? It's like I, I support Nicki as, with her music, and I still support her as her own individual person, not as her... I think that mistress. her marrying that man has tarnished her career, because now it's not going to be the years and years and years of being one of the greatest female yeah. rappers of all time it's going to be you married a pedophile you're only allowed so many yards so much distance between um you know a school 
Like that's that's like good, that's you, gonna be her how thing you now. Kids plays now, you know. What? Like Papa Bear. Like he's gonna grow up and he's gonna go to school and he's gonna be in sports and all this other stuff. Like how he's gonna go to those type of events. That's crazy. Yeah, my sister. We're live, right? If can, yeah. if you guys are seeing us, can you comment, like, share, blah blah blah? blah I mean, you blah, opened blah. it on your phone. No, no, but it's I wasn't playing it. So, and then my sister just asked if we were live. So, all right, it. what else you got for me before I get all heated? You already got, got all heated on me. Uh-uh. Because you're not making sense. Yeah, we're live. Sixteen minutes ago. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Dang. Okay. Shit. Okay. Well, that all happened. Hocus Pocus two. Was released Friday. Don't give any spoilers. The kids I, and I are watching I it tomorrow. I have not watched it either. So okay. Like, I watched the first one. Okay. Again, because yeah. I need to rewatch it. And I put a spell on you. And now you're mine. So mine, mine. I put a spell on you. And it was strong, so strong, so strong, so strong. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, anyways, it was, um, I was hearing like, mumbo jumbo about it some people were saying that the first one was ter- uh, terrible and that the second one was great honestly i don't think anything's be better than the first one but that's just my opinion um i've seen the previews when i first heard about it i was excited i was happy i was like yo this is gonna be so good because it's number two we've been waiting so long for it but after the second trailer i'm just like this is not gonna be as good as the first i think one. it's really hard to like especially when a movie happens so long ago when you're trying to bring in Hocus Pocus 2 and you're trying to adapt to technology and the tweet because teens are not the same as they were when they were our age I feel Mm -hmm. I feel like they are growing up entirely way too quickly because they have TikTok YouTube freaking all these weird Netflix and all these shows and everything surrounding them I feel like it's forcing them to grow up a lot quicker than we did so I think for us that grew up with Hocus Pocus. It's just going to bring back a nostalgia, right? Whether it sucks or not. It's just it's just going to it's just going to be that like warmth of oh, I like oh, they're bringing back this or oh, I remember they did this in the first movie. People like Noah and London and Analia, like they're probably going to be like what the fuck is this movie? Right. Like why is my mom thinking this is the greatest thing ever? This movie sucks. So, I am excited to see it tomorrow. Um, Are you gonna go get movie theater popcorn? No. You should. It's like twelve bucks. Where at? For a big bag at Cinemark. Like a huge bag? Yep. I can do that. Yeah. I don't have to buy a ticket, right? No. I did not know that. Yeah. You just go in there. I mean, it was available like post COVID for like a while, but I had to. I'm gonna call before, before I drive up there because I think it's gonna piss me off if I drive up there. And yeah. they're like, no, where the fuck did you hear that from? So I'm, I'll drive up there, but okay, so okay, okay, I'll, I'll think about it. Loretta Lynn died at the age of 90. Yes. She was... Beloved country singer. Yes. What was it? The coal miner's daughter was one of her... Hits. Don't ask me. I just know that she died. I don't listen to country music. I just know that she was a legend in and of itself in that genre, so... Right. It's, it's crazy, so I gave out my thoughts to her. Um, President Biden is set to pardon thousands of uh, people who had minor possessions of marijuana. As he should. Right. So it's part like of our fucking success. legal system is a fucking joke, man. Thirty years for like you know an eighth of weed, and you got fucking rapists over here getting Not like rapists. six drunk, months. Junk drivers getting what four years? Right. After the person went into a coma and like is still struggling for their lives. My point exactly. Like uh-uh. our fucking legal system is a fucking joke. It's crazy. And then when we get into the topic, it's even be more crazy. We'll get into that here in a moment. 
but Hilary Swank is pregnant with twins at the age of 46. I am so happy for her. She is a great actress. I loved her in Freedom Riders. I loved her. 46? That's yes. a fucking high-risk pregnancy. It is. I loved her in. She'll be bedridden. Amelia Hart, or in the movie Amelia. Oh my god, the list. Million Dollar Baby. Like, I'm so excited for her. Um, I don't know if she is doing this as a married woman or she's just doing this as like um possibly surrogate i really didn't get into detail but i'm so happy for her. congratulations wait so Love you're just it. gonna be like she's pregnant but i don't know if she's pregnant or somebody else is pregnant with her babies right like i don't know if she's married with a husband who got her pregnant or if she did the IVF. so you just saw hillary swing pregnant saw, with twins i did but it's because i was doing other stuff as well i needed to don't ever make fun of me for not coming prepared Girl, you go on your cell phone during a live. Don't come for me. Yeah, I do. Because I want to make sure I get the facts straight. It's the, it, you get the first rate. Let me check this what? shit. Let me check this sugar piss. Uh, before that happens, David Beckham is set to come out with a line of honey in, of course, the UK. Here, not in America. And today, his wife on TikTok posted. She goes, like, out here getting ready for my husband to get his line of honey together. And it's really weird because the way she had said it, she goes, I'm about to go try my my baby's sticky sauce. I'll let you guys know all about it. People like myself who have a fucking dirty mind know exactly where their mind went to when she said this. I'm like, bitch, go get on with yourself. This is not, this is not, we need to change the name if that's for all. But So she, is, she is pregnant herself. Perfect. With her entrepreneur husband. A. They married in 2018 after two years of dating. Two years. It's eight. Mm-hmm. Two years of dating. It's a total miracle, she said. It is. On uh, Good Morning America. No, Live with Kelly and Ryan. It is. Definitely a miracle. Yeah, because she's, she's old. Um, okay, we're about to get into uh, a, a section. Now that we've talked about babies, we're talking about divorces. And I know we posted it on our Facebook post. Oh, you're talking about Tia? I'm talking about Tia. I'm talking about Tom Brady. Tom Brady's stupid. And I'm talking about Miguel. Oh, I know. And you know what? I'm so proud of myself because I was keeping up with the cheesemas. And I posted all of those stories on our Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. That's what I said. I I know we talked about it. I know you guys seen it. But what is it? Like, is it just because of the year? Is it because of the energy, chemistry? What's going on? For Tia, that came as a shocker. I was shocked that I'm like they looked happy. She sounded like they were happy because she's been in the news lately with her sister Tamara um, because of their marriage and how um, Tamara because you know Tamara married a white man mm-hmm. and so she's been talking about how people were bullying her in the beginning because they were going like okay you're out here marrying a white man like now you're gonna have colored kids and like now they're gonna get bullied and all this other stuff so she really got into detail with that and her sister was there with her and then so to go from that narrative over to now Tia doing her own thing with this divorce I'm like wow I go that is crazy I was so shocked and then of course we've been I've been hearing a lot about Tom Brady and Giselle Honestly, I feel like Giselle just wants him to be at home. The kids are going into that stage where they're going to middle school, high school, and she just wants them there. Like, you as a mother, would you, if you... Oh, I would be pissed. Okay, because... If I dedicated years to making sure that you had a... Um... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Astounding yeah. football career, right? My sister says she doesn't see us. We're there. That probably explains why. Anyways, um, and then you promise me 
you promised me that okay baby i'm gonna play this last year i'm gonna retire it's gonna be about us we're gonna grow us because you gotta think she put her life on hold right she to make sure that we that she carried catered to him and his football career making sure that he had everything that he needed and all she asked for in return was hey when you get to that age because he's old but he's like 45 yeah he's i mean in in the football in the football world he's old like, all right, once you retire, I want you to kind of pour into me now. Like, I poured into you. Right. And for him to be like, yeah, where are we at now? Fidu, you just, like, cut off my entire body. I'm like, Well, oh, because the sign was off, and I thought you would get mad because the sign was <laughs> no, off. No, I don't care about that. I look oh. like a floating head. <laughs> what the hell? My bad. And now you don't see your head. <laughs> Can you not mess with shit? I was trying to see if people can see us. People can see us because we have you have viewers. So, anyways, I right. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. Anyways, and then for him to, it, I feel like that was a slap in the face for him to turn around and just be like, "Just kidding, just kidding." Hell yeah, I'd be fucking livid right. if I dedicated years, years, not months, years to you, and all I ask for in return is that you pour into me the same amount of love, time, commitment that I poured into you, and you can't do that for me. You don't love me. Right. You don't love me. And for the fuckers out there who's saying, oh, you can't satisfy women, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. No. There is a difference between making sure that your partner is taken care of emotionally, spiritually, mentally, whatever you may be, and making a promise to them that you are going to reciprocate what they've been putting back into you for all those years versus it's just another paycheck. Giselle's fucking loaded. She doesn't need Tom Brady's money. Right. It's not like she's doing it for the money. It's not like she's like, I'm going to divorce him and take him for everything he's got. No. Because she has everything that she needs. What she wants and what she didn't get was her husband. So. Right. Good fucking riddance. Because she had a good career coming up. Like, she she was a supermodel. She mm-hmm. was starting her movie career. Right. And so she had things lined up. It's, it's not like she needed him. But she goes like, you know what? I'm married now. It's not longer about me. It's now about us. She became, she became the ideal dedicated wife. Right. Yep. And it's crazy. And then I don't even know Miguel's situation. I didn't even know Miguel was married. I think four years? Three years. Three years? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I think it was Neil. This is crazy. There's definitely something in the water. Right. I was like, ooh, we're going to play for, we're going to pray for the ones who we see get married now. But, um, oh, <clears throat> I do have, ooh, ooh. One more. Let me see if I got everything. Yeah, I got everything. Cool. So, we're going to talk about... I'm going to start a whole new series here <coughs> on our side. Um, a whole new series of what are the um, top five movies and TV shows um, this week. So, I'm going to start it this week. So, I'm going to start off with the top five movies on Netflix for this week okay and at number five is rush hour oh so people are watching some oldies um number four is mr and mrs smith oh Brad Pitt and angelina jolie i wonder if it's of- i wonder if it's because of that uh, fbi report that came out about how he physically assaulted his kids and angelina jolie on a plane when did that come out this came out a few days ago i didn't see it's an official that. fbi report and it goes into detail about how he Pretty much choked out and either punched or smacked one of the kids. What? 
yeah okay i'm gonna find it and i'm gonna post it on our uh, social media pages but yes it just came out a few days ago um it's an official so this is not hearsay this is an official fbi report and it goes into detail about how he domestically abused his kids and angelina jolie do you believe it yes it's a fucking fbi report I'm kind of... Who's going to... You can't buy out the... Fu- well, yes, you can. But I doubt a celebrity's going to be like, give you a little bit of hush-hush money to make him look bad. And look, no, this is... This is anything that happens in an airplane overseas or internationally, it becomes FBI territory. It's not for local police or anything like that. It's FBI territory. This is an official I'm iffy document. about that. About Why? That I don't know. I was... I was right about Tiffany Haddish. But, but, it wasn't so a, but it wasn't an FBI report. It was so weird. Because <laughs> you have the thing all the way down. Um, number three is Inheritance. It's a scary movie. Um, oh, I don't really scary. know much about it. Um, from what I believe I've seen within the preview is that this girl inherits her grandmother's old house and it's haunted. Um, number two is Mr. Harrington's phone. The so, fuck is that? Yeah. It didn't look appeasing, so I didn't even, I just wrote it down. But um, this is a new one, and it's with, I believe, Gerard Butler. Okay. And it is... I love him, by the way. Last Seen Alive. It's our number one movie on Netflix, so if you're not doing anything this weekend... Oh, did you know that Monday is Indigenous Day? Yes. I didn't know that. That's World Indigenous Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm off on Monday, Monday, so I might catch one of these movies this weekend. You'll never know, along with Hocus Pocus 2. So you're off tomorrow and Monday? Off tomorrow because I had an extra day and I wasn't. I wanted to use it, so I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, but I had Monday, so I have a four day weekend. Ooh, nice. So who's about to get fucked up tonight? I'm just kidding. No, I don't. I don't no, do he's not. I don't do that no more. So okay. I don't get fucked up no more. I I've learned my ways. Um, <laughs> the five top five shows on Netflix. Number coming in at number five is Nailed It. Um, it's a Halloween edition. Do you know what that is? Yeah, my kids love that movie. Yeah. Or show, show, sorry, the baking show. I was like, uh, I don't know. Number four is High Water. Mm-mm. Number three is one of my personal favorites, Bling Empire. Have you oh, seen that? Oh, yes. I love Bling Empire. It's back with season three. Ooh. I don't know why there was no publicity for this show. Because number season two was good. Season three, um, I need y'all to clean. Season one was as... Was not terrible, but it was bad. Why was season one bad? No, um, episode one of season three was bad. Mm. It looks like there were just a lot of fake stories going on. Kane was being too fake. Anna was being too fake. Um, Kelly, Kevin, I'm just like, y'all, just stay. I want to know the drama between that one chick that's married, but was previously married. No, engaged, right? To be married? To. The dewy-eyed girl. What is her fucking name? I don't know the names, but. Kelly? You say you, you said he just said you don't know her name. Mm-mm. I'll have to look it up. Hold on, let me look up the cast. Cause I'm like, um, I don't know. Um, number two is the Empress, um, which actually does sound pretty good. It's been catching my eye, but I have yet to like actually go on it to check it out. But I feel like that's gonna be something I want to go check out. I want to finish the Crown as well. And we're talking about it. Yeah. Which one are you talking about? Sherry. Sherry. Chan. Oh, she's gone. Yeah, she had, um she left mid season two, because of the scandal. Um, she well she's gonna get married. She was a girl who got um who had her baby in, in the season one. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She and then like, she was waiting for her her boyfriend to propose, and they've been together for like eons. yeah. And then so she proposed to him. 
Right? Yes, 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 her. Yeah, she's not on the show no more. What? He yeah. needs to stop doing Botox. Kane? Mm-hmm. He need, he's doing too. He's oh, so much of a, of a starter for shit. I'm like, sir. Uh-uh. Damn, you know how much Kim Lee is worth? The DJ girl? She's worth $10 million. God damn. I know. The richest person on there is Anna. Well, yeah, I I could see that. Kane's worth $20 million. Which is actually understandable because she's half Russian. Jamie, which she's my personal favorite, $50 million. She feels like she's the most realest person Mm -hmm. on there. Like, she's going to give it to you. Like, even when I could see that. The Chews, $80 million. But I don't, I don't think and he just got his money. Anna is $600 million. There's somebody that's more rich than her, though. Who? Mimi. Oh, yeah. Her and her husband. She is 800, she's worth $800 million. Uh, on the first episode she's of She's the newest three, cast member. You're going to um, see her closet. <gasps> she has a lock on her closet. And she, just like Kim, has, um, um, what do you call it? Mankeys. Uh-huh. She has mannequins for all her clothes. Mannequins? Mannequins. Oh. I don't, I don't, don't look at me like that. I said mannequins and I you said like, yeah. Because I was like, okay, mannequins. That doesn't sound right. Okay. This looks like my sister. She said something else. She's high, you guys. Man, no, I'm not. I, my stupid pen broke. Oh, because she was talking about, my sister was talking, I won't say which one. Because <laughs> I'm not going to embarrass her like that with her name. But we were talking about um, watching, going to an early movie. And how she likes to go to it. And she was like, yeah, I like to go to the manatee. The manatee? I'm like, you mean the matinee? No, it's spelled manatee. I'm like, girl. <laughs> it was so cute, though. I don't, know the, I don't know the difference. What's a matinee? A matinee is like the earliest show you can go to see a movie. Oh. A manatee is an animal. What is that? It looks like a seal. Oh. Right? I don't know. I don't, I just told you I don't even know what that was. Yeah, a manatee. It's a little hot in here now. Oh, okay. Well, it doesn't look like a. It's it's. I mean, it kind of looks like. It looks like a really big seal, ugly seal. It's cute though. It's a manatee. Oh, it looks like one of the things with the big old head. What do you call them? You don't know. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, number two is the Empress. Okay. Which reminded me of the Crown, which I want to watch and. <laughs> Number one, well, let's just get into our topic. The one where they talk about Jeffrey Dahmer. It's the one where they talk about the cannibal serial killer, Mm. a.k.a. the Milwaukee... uh, uh, Hold on. Serial killer? Is that what he he was dubbed as? Milwaukee cannibal. That's what he was known as. So you watched the series. I did. I watched seven. I watched eight episodes. How many episodes total? Ten. I did not watch the series. She did the reading and I did the watching. I well, I, I didn't really do reading. I just um, I would I watched some old interviews. Uh, one of the main ones that really caught my attention was the one that um, Oprah Winfrey did with his father, Lionel Dahmer, um, in nineteen ninety four. There is a book that Lionel wrote. Um, just kind of depicting the events leading up, I believe, to his the arrest of his son. His son. I'm gonna get the name of the book if you guys are interested. Um, so the book is called A Father's Story, and it's about 211 pages, and it came out um, in 1994. I love you too. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love you, baby. Um, but it was it was definitely interesting to see um, his father's take on it, his father's view, because the more you read about Dahmer's childhood, he had an ordinary childhood. He wasn't sexually abused. He wasn't uh, physically abused. And he wasn't, like, emotionally abused. Like, he had a very um, doting mother and father. His mother was crazy. According to who? Uh, the show. I f- like, not crazy as in, like, um, like, how do I say it? Like, not crazy in a way where she was, she was just always on her on drugs, constantly. Is like that's what I want to say. Like she wasn't crazy to the point like where she's coming at you as a Karen. She was like more crazy where she was battling her own mental health and battling herself and her voices. There was this piece where in the movie where um, Jeffrey leaves his um, room and finds his mother on the bed from an attempted overdose. The husband comes home and goes like, "She's faking. This has already been done. She does this all the time." Um, you guys can just leave her here. She'll be up in a couple of hours. And so that just became regular within the household. There was fighting. And so I feel like based off his side of the story of how that was perceived, is I the the Netflix places as something different. Because Oh, I see. Okay, so after the death or after the the birth of his brother. David. His mother suffered from postpartum psychosis. Mm-hmm. Which is completely different from postpartum depression. Well, I wouldn't say completely different, but it, it's um, a more severe depression than... That's what um, the mom who drowned her kids in the bathtub, that's what she had. She had depressed psychosis. Mm-hmm. She, she had just like a mental break from... It's fucking... It sucks. Um, but she... And, and she was also battling breast cancer. So she died at the age of 64 in 2000, and she died of breast cancer. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That stinks. But, okay, so I do hear what you're saying in, in regards to Strife, because his parents did get divorced um, when he was in high school. At 17. Uh, mm-hmm. He was 17 years old. Yeah. And so that summer, when he had just graduated high school, is when he committed his first murder. Mm-hmm. And so... To a hitchhiker. Uh-huh. He picked up a hitchhiker by the name of Stephen Hicks. And he's like, hey, let's, obviously I'm paraphrasing, you know, let's go back to my parents' house. What happened, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Is that um, Stephen, what is his name? Mm-hmm. Stephen Hicks um, was on the side of the road and he was heading his way to town because there was a concert um, by the Pharaohs. I believe the, the band was called. And he goes, yeah, I'll give you a ride. I go, I got to stop at my house. I go, you want to come? And so they just chilled at his house from what I've seen, had a couple of drinks, and then he got really drunk, and he gave him, like, a kiss. And then he goes, like, bro, I don't swing that way. He goes, no, I don't swing that way either. I was just joking. And then he goes, like, you fag? And then he, like, re- he went out of the house. And then that's when he attacked her from behind. Mm-hmm. Is that what, is that the same, the same way? So that's, I mean, that's pretty much, I'm sure that they had to, like, in order for it to be, like, a Netflix episode, they probably had to just jazz it up a little bit but he pretty much picked up the hitchhiker was like hey come back to my house let's have a couple beers when hicks tried to leave is when Dahmer says he hit him upside the head with a 10 pound dumbbell once he knocked him unconscious he 
dissected, dissolved, pulverized, and then scattered his remains, which obviously is pretty much nothing left, across his backyard. And, oh, it was weird. I was just thinking about it. It was just super weird because when you visually see it through the next big series is that he first bagged the body up and then he got caught by the police by getting pulled over because he was drunk because he was swerving. Goes back to the house mm-hmm. and then cuts up the body because of, and then he like takes the, his organs and I guess in this case just pulverizes it, puts the blood and whatever was on into the toilet to flush it down. Then he sticks the bones because they're all wet from the muscles and the organs and and he puts them inside his oven to dry them up. Mm-hmm. Basically just fried it in order to then smash the bones up to mm-hmm. scatter to like, I guess what we call like almost ashes. Mm-hmm. And that's when he went to the top of his house and like scattered it throughout. Mm-hmm. I was like, this man was crazy. Like, I was... And like, don't get me wrong. Like, if I was to see this man in public, because he was... I think a big issue with him was that he was battling accepting his self within the community that um, he didn't want to be part of. Mm-hmm. That's from what I looked at it. And, like, these people were just being out there all happy. And he was just like, no, I'm not this way. Like, stop calling me gay. Like, I'm not gay. And even his dad seen it. I was like, ay Dios. So, it would be roughly about nine years before he commits another murder. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that time, um, he battled with alcoholism. So, all throughout high school, he was a really big alcoholic. He drank pretty much every day. Um, it wasn't until he dropped out of high school that his dad was like, well, you got to enlist in, in, the, in the Army. You got to go to the Army. So, he was actually a combat medic. Didn't he go to college? He dropped out of college. Right. And his dad forced him oh, okay. to join the Army. I just said that. No, you said high school. No, I said, yeah, he drank all throughout high school. And, and then, then we, dropped out of high school. Oh, did I really? Okay, well, I correct that. He dropped out of college, and that's when his dad forced him um, to go to the Army, where he would be a combat medic in the Army from 79 to 81. So roughly about, well, what is that? Two, two years? Two years about. Um, and so when he was discharged from the Army, he went home, but his alcoholism continued, so that's when his dad kicked him out and was like, nah, 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 I ain't dealing with that shit. Go live with your grandma. Right. Um, and so his father sent him to go live with his grandma in West Allis, Wisconsin. And then the killing started again, right? So, um, it was around, roughly about 1985 when he started frequenting, uh, gay bathhouses. I didn't know what a gay bathhouse was. I mean, I kind of had an idea, but I was just like, what the fuck is a gay bathhouse? So, it also could be known as a gay sauna or a gay steam bath, but it's a commercial space where gay, bisexual, or other men have sex with men. So, it's just pretty much like a... Hotel. No, because it's, like, it's a commercial establishment. So, it's kind of like, you know, um, like swingers. Like, they have their like own place that you could go to and you can swing with other people, mm-hmm. that's, that type of thing, you know? But it's more like a, like a spa type area. Right. Um and so what he would do is he would frequent these gay bathhouses and he would drug and rape men as they laid unconscious. What was that? Oh, I think it was your daughter's. No, my kids are sleeping. That's hella creepy. 
good. As we're talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. Right. <laughs> the fuck is that? Is it one of the toys? No. Oh, my God. I don't have to listen to this one. Okay. Anyways. Um, so he was charged in 82 and 86 um, for, I believe, indecent exposure. Indecent exposure. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um, so he was never charged for these rapes. He faced probation, but never charged for the rapes that he committed in the, in that span. No, it's weird because he did this, um, the, the exposure, he did it at a state fair, like in front of people, mm-hmm. like he was masturbating in front of them. I was like, that's disgusting. And so he, the next person that he would kill would go by the name of Stephen Tumoy. I don't have all the names of the people that he killed, um, but it was in this, it was in September of 87. He picked him up at a bar and then took him back to his hotel. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, from Dahmer's recollection, he doesn't have any recollection of him actually murdering Tomoy. Um, he said he just woke up to a beaten dead body. Mm-hmm. And so, um, a lot of experts are thinking that he just had a, a blackout. No, he was uh, drugged. He drugged himself on accident. Okay. Yeah. He drugged himself on accident, and then he um, then drugged the other dude as he was drugged. It was weird. Okay. Does it sound weird? I mean, it sounds a little weird because everything that I've read just is that he has no recollection of of killing no, him. he doesn't have recollection of killing him. Right. But what, like, led up to it happening was that when they got to the hotel, he put the drugs inside a cup, but he grabbed the wrong cup that he was supposed to get the other dude. And he oh, drank it himself. I see what you're saying. So he got high, and they were all up in the mood and everything. He goes, do you want another drink? He goes, no, I have to get up early. He goes, come on, just one more drink. So he then pours the dude a drink, drugs him, and then within that time frame, then he blacks out. Mm-hmm. No, like, he doesn't remember anything. He woke up going, like, what the fuck happened? Like, why is this man dead? What's going on? And so he left, grabbed a suitcase, put the man inside the suitcase, and then went back to his grandma's house. Where he did, he basically just started dissecting him. Mm-hmm. This is a week later, he dismembered it, placed it in the trash. Because Except for the head... head which he retained for a further week before boiling it in industrial detergent and bleach, eventually yes. pulverizing the brittle skull. I was like, you kept the fucking head. So then his next victim, October of 1987, Dahmer lures in another victim. Dahmer brought 14-year-old James mm. Doc Stater to the basement of his grandma's house after promising $50 in exchange for posing for nude photos. Mm-hmm. After drugging him, Dahmer strangled Doc Stater disposing of, disposing of his body in a similar fashion to that of Tumoy. Mm, they didn't talk about him on the show. Well, I think it, they're just trying to give you like a really broad brush because I, I think if you sit there and go through all of his murders, you're probably going to be there because for. There was an, another one where he was able to run away and go home. He was also 14, which I thought he was just a serial killer and a murderer, but now this man's a pedophile. Yeah, he's a sex offender. I was mm-hmm. like, the fuck, sir? Like, really? Yeah, so he... Um, so the terms that they used to describe him were... Oh, jeez Louise. Um, so rap, rape, dismemberment, necrophilia, cannibalism. They were all parts of his... I had a cheat sheet here. I can't find it. Anyways, it was just the way that he would kill his bodies he had like a routine or a ritual to doing his shit um in march of 1988 Dahmer meets his next victim outside a gay bar 
Richard Guerrero met his killer outside of a Milwaukee gay bar. Dahmer offered Guerrero $50, which, how much was $50 in the 80s? I would think it was a lot. Yeah, I wonder what the equivalent, probably like 100 bucks, to return to his grandma's house and spend the night with him. After drugging Guerrero with sleeping pills, Dahmer strangled him before performing sexual acts on the, cor- on the corpse, a.k.a. necrophilia. Um, this time, Dahmer dismembered the body within 24 hours, but hiding his killings and the dismemberments was becoming increasingly difficult. Um, it wasn't after his fifth victim, which was in March of 1989, that he begins to start keeping trophies of like, just like little of his, so aspiring, I was just like, let me just cut it and go right into it. Um, aspiring model Anthony Spears, 24, became Dahmer's fifth victim after they met at a bar. Dahmer. This was Tony. Fearing his apartment was being watched by the police, brought Spears to his grandma's basement to be drugged and strangled. Sears was the first victim from whom Dahmer took trophies, storing and preserving Sears' head and genitals, which he kept in a wooden box. Genitals? For a a time, he stored the box in his work locker. What the fuck? That is crazy. What do you... Oh, that's so disgusting. What are you going to do with the genitals? After... Ugh. Senor, I needed you get. I needed you to get it together. So, in May of 1989, Dahmer is sentenced to 12 months in jail with work release. Sentenced to 12 months of jail time and five years of probation for second-degree sexual assault, Dahmer was permitted work release in order to keep his job as a mixer at Ambrosia's Chocolate Factory, which also being required to register as a sex offender. Paroled from jail two months early, Dahmer rented an apartment on North 25th Street in Milwaukee. Just months after being released from jail, Dahmer killed Raymond Smith, a 32-year-old prostitute he had offered $50 for sex. What is up with him and 50 bucks? I feel like he just offers that willy-nilly. Here's $50. Here's $50. I was $50, just thinking $50, about $50, where, where did he get all this money from? Like, Well, he was working. Well, homie, like, I'm just saying the amount of money he was spending at the bar, the amount of money he was spending to buy the drugs, the amount of money he was spending to buy alcohol, food, and just to be like, what... Like, money back then must have been crazy. I mean, but it was also cheaper to live back then than it was now. I think you're looking at the... I think you're trying to correlate how much we spend today versus how much it was in the 80s. It was fucking cheap in the 80s. Okay. It wasn't... It was... I don't feel like it was the same amount. I mean, I get what you're saying because you're just like, where is he getting the money from? But I bet you anything like a beer costs like two bucks. A mixed drink probably costs you like four. Maybe even cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it says after drugging Smith at his North 25th street apartment, Dahmer strangled him with his hands before taking Polaroid pictures of the corpse in suggestive poses, dismembering the body in his bathroom. Dahmer boiled the remains, dissolved them in a container of acid, except for Smith's skull, which he kept in a cabinet alongside Sears skull. When neighbors complained of the smell, uh, emanating, I'm pretty sure I pronounced that wrong. From his apartment, Dahmer told them his refrigerator was broken and he was waiting for it to get fixed. They really did miss a lot out in a Netflix series. Just letting y'all know right now, if you're going to watch it, they missed out a lot. I'm oh, just like... Oh, here, spoiler alert. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm trying to figure out... Oh, here's that other... Oh, no, this isn't it. I'm trying to look to see if I can get... Because we could go on and on about his killings. Because um, he killed a combination of 
men and uh, kids, 17 total, that we know of, right? Right. Because he could definitely could have killed more that he was just like... Well, there was one that um, the show did keep a a good storyline with. I want to say about two episodes. His name was um, Tony, but I believe it's going to be Anthony something. Um, he was a deaf gay man, and he was... How he started from the beginning was like, I'm looking for a relationship. He met Dahmer at a the gay club and goes, like, hey, can I buy you a drink? Um, they basically just start dating, really. Um, he Because he had so much time to do what he wanted to do. It was towards the end before he had killed him. And it's weird, so weird, because everything was going so good. And it's like one morning it just clicked for him. And uh, uh, um, Anthony said, I had to go to work. Well, he signed that he had to go to work because he was deaf. And um, he leaves. Well, before he leaves, he goes, like, I promise I'm not going to disappear. I'll be back. I'll be back next week. And then he leaves. And he right before he was to leave, he grabs the hammer because he was going to kill him. But then after showing him that I'm not going to disappear and gives him a kiss and leaves, he then changes his mind. What was the name of the... Anthony something. Okay. I'm just reading here to see if they even mention him. But they don't mention anything about him at all. The, the gay dude? I mean, the, the mm-hmm. deaf one? It's right there, isn't it? Okay, so all it says about Dahmer's next victim, 31-year-old Anthony Hughes, was dead but still intact on the floor when he lured yep. 14-year-old Conorek Sympath. That was the brother of the other four, of the other 14-year-old. But he killed that one. After he photographing and drugging Sympath. It was super weird because he he um, didn't take him to the room, but his body was just sit, like sitting there right on the floor. Anyways, um, what... What led to Anthony being killed was that um, he forgot something in his inside Dahmer's bedroom. He goes back, and then out of nowhere, it's like it just clicked in his brain, like, yo, I'm about to kill this man today. And he, like, on the back of the head. And he just laid with his body on the bed, just there. He drilled into his head. Who's? The, uh, the brother. Sim- oh, the 14-year-old? Synthomophones. Synthoma yeah. He was the younger brother of the boy Dahmer had molested in 1988. Yep. He had, according to Dahmer, he had no idea of their connection. But the boy, I mean, I rest in peace. I understand, but he was dumb because he knew who he was. He knew who Dahmer was, and he still went with him. He was 14. I understand. I bet you curiosity was just like, okay, who was this man that did this to my brother? Like, it wasn't curiosity. It was he was doing it for the money. He said he was going to pay him a hundred bucks to post for photos. I don't know. That just seems a little sus to me. Like, you know that this man has done something to your brother. This is really hard. I walked away. Hmm. I know. And it just, like, the list just goes on and on and on and on. It just sucks. So, I was just, just based off of the um, interview that Oprah had with um, Lionel, Jeffrey's dad, um, he had mentioned that you know, Jeffrey would do these things in his early childhood that as as a, a parent, you just look at your kid and you're just like, oh, they're just, they're curious, you know? It's not anything for me to be concerned about or, you know, note or just bring to other people's attentions. Um, one of the, one of the um, moments that the dad was referring to was when he was at university housing because he's a, he's a chemist is what his dad is, like, and so um, he was cleaning out all the debris from under the house. And um, 
there were some bones under there from like the animals that get under the house and they were just eating, you know. And he had mentioned that Dahmer went up and was just they're playing with the bones. And he called them what did he call them? I wrote this down. Uh, jigsaw. What was it? No, he called them fiddlesticks. Fiddlesticks. He said, you know, Dahmer was there starting going through the bones, playing with them, and he would call them fiddlesticks. Another thing that he mentioned was that Dahmer was very sick with nose and ear infections and would have to constantly go to the hospital to get injections to do that. Um, and And he had a thought. He said, I've come to believe that the overwhelmed... My son may have had their origins in me. So then, so pretty much what he was saying is, it makes you wonder, like, am I to blame? Did I pass these genes on to my kid to where he turns out to be a fucking cannibal murderer? Which we haven't even talked about the cannibalism. I was just going through the list of the murders. Like, I don't... What makes you think? Like, I'm just going to fry up some, some human skin, you know? Like, kind of like you know and then i'm just gonna eat it I'm just, it's gonna taste good like what human liver human heart like, i was i don't know it was disgusting and, and you know what's funny is that this man has been dead for what he was killed when was he killed he was arrested in 94 right no he was apprehended in 91 he was sentenced to 16 year, 16 life term sentences. Okay. And then he was killed in 1994 by a fellow inmate. Bless him. <laughs> Thank you. So. There is definitely a deeper sociological meaning behind it, but I, I feel like sometimes we. People are just, I hate to say it, but born this way. Yeah. But I honestly, like, with what was going on with the mom was I thought that it, most of it came from the mom. Like, the most of the issues, the mental health, the mental health that he gained was um, hereditary from the mom. But as you but were stating. Postpartum that, psychosis, though, that's not hereditary. He but, can't get that. Right, but what I'm stating is that she, I just feel like before the birth of her second child is that she was going, she was attempting to kill herself while she was pregnant with with Jeffrey. She had a um, few overdoses while Jeffrey was a little boy. So that's what led me to believe, okay, the mom is what seems to be where he's getting more of his mental issues from. But then you mentioned how Lionel has his own issues and how he feels that, okay, I, this can be hereditary from that. I'm like, oh, shit. So the dad had issues as well, but he knew how to battle them, you know? Right. It's like he was a dick. Definitely. <clears throat> Definitely he was a dick, but. Are you basing <clears throat> off of the fact that he was a dick based off what the show was yeah. showing? Yeah. Okay. But I can't, I mean, what he said, like, what he, what he can go to and have a sit down with Oprah is different from what he can be, like, how they played him out. Because how he play, played him out, I was like, okay, I feel that that was more of how his personality was. And then, because being on Oprah could be like, okay, well, I'm, I need to be professional. This is a national television show. Like, I cannot be going out. Like, every family has that, that picture perfect picture, but then behind it shows the realness. Like, I feel like the dad really did have um, verbal abuse towards the mom and the child, which at that time was Jeffrey. 
because he would get mad very easily. And that's why I feel like that's where Jeffrey got his anger from. Mm. So when he didn't get his way or when people called him a fag, when people called him a pussy or people just rejected him, he got mad because he just felt, okay, well, why don't they want me? Why don't they like me? I'm super pissed, so I'm going to do something about it. And he did all this. So I, And I feel like that's what he got from his dad, you know? He just had some daddy issues. But he had major daddy issues. Like, I have daddy issues, but not that kind of, I'm good. Like, I will not go out and kill somebody. I, I would not do good in jail. Nor would I know what to do with the body. So, okay. I, I mean, I, 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 it does, I guess, make a little bit of sense. But how do you bring into pay the cannibalism and the necrophilia? Because that goes beyond having daddy issues. Like, you have a sexual attraction to a corpse. It was just disgusting. Oh like, you goodness. literally have a... You get turned on Not by wanting that. to have sex with a corpse. Like, at one time during his... Um, during his teenage years, like, towards the end, like, Homie was trying to get off on a Playboy magazine, but couldn't, but remembered earlier that day that he was dissecting a fish. And he got turned on by, like, just the organs and... The squish something like, sir, I need to stop. <laughs> I go, I'm going to take a call real quick. <laughs> like, ma'am, it was just, it's just all, it's definitely, I would, I probably now thinking about it, I would want to read the book, but I definitely would want to read a book about his life as well, of like other people's stories. But I'm actually, I guess, a little bit intrigued. I want to finish the rest of the, the, the series. The series? Like, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't... It's not as bad as it is. It's very much... It's slow in some spots, but it's... You learn a lot. Niecy Nash is in it. She's the neighbor. I think that also what helped him get away with a lot of it is that he was described as well-mannered, soft-spoken, and pleasant in appearance. A.K.A. He wasn't ugly. Uh, A.K.A. He was white. No, that's true. They... The last person... the His last attempted victim who happened to run away to get the police. No, 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 I'm sorry. That's wrong. That's a lie. One of his victims that he, he drugged took to his grandma's house. Um, his grandma came downstairs while he was, while he, after he drugged him, he goes, I'm not leaving here. He leaves to go and, um, and actually gets away. Goes to the police, makes this, makes this report, and they said, we checked it out. Everything seems to be fine. The story corrupts away with the grandma and everything. And they go, we know this man has a history, but he's fine. Like he, this, we don't, we don't believe what anything happened. Unless you come back with evidence, we can't do nothing about it. So the black man says, he goes, so you're going to believe a man who already has a, a, a record, a history behind him, but you're not going to believe a black man who does not have a record. And so he goes, like, unless you have proof, we really can't do nothing. And I was like, this is definitely, like, back, times haven't changed. People are, police are still going to believe the white man. And us diversity people are going to be like, okay, like, this is why we don't believe you. This is why we don't, we don't mm-hmm. talk to people. This is why whenever you ask us questions, we don't answer you directly because you're not going to believe us anyways. So this is around age 14, Jeffrey realized he was gay, which he said was extremely taboo in the small Ohio town where he grew up. He also became developing fantasies of total control over his sex partners, especially if they were unconscious. This paraphilia would improve, would prove to be his undoing. Um, it said he once waited in the bushes of a nearby park, 
hoping to club a local jogger who mm-hmm. caught his fancy unconscious with a baseball bat. He says he waited in the bushes all day, but the jogger never arrived. Well, he did. And he scared him off. No, it, this is based off of what he Dahmer said. Yeah. You gotta remember that Netflix is not, it's not gonna be, like, 100% factual. They gotta, like Spice I said, they gotta jazz it up a little bit. I mean, he didn't hit him, from what I see. Lord Jesus. So this one actually gives a, okay. Jeez. I'm just, like, reading, stri- okay, strangulation with a leather strap, dismembered body placed in trash, head retained, and then pulverized. Like, this man was crazy. Legit crazy. Ernest Miller, slit throat, fresh flesh removed with acid, skeleton skeleton bleached, and kept in the room. Biceps saved biceps saved in the refrigerator and late, later eaten. I wonder what they taste like. Chicken? I don't even want to know. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> All right, you guys. That was just another episode. Of- Are you done talking about it? You just like cut, like cut it completely off. We're just getting more, and I'm just like, my stomach is. We didn't even scratch the surface of his born again, come again life of Christianity. How, like, oh, all is forgiven. No, motherfucker, you killed and tortured seventeen people. All is not forgiven. Mm -mm. Okay. Sign us off. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching and listening to another episode, another week episode of our show. But this is Pino. And this is Carmen. And you're listening to Man in the Mill. Hey.